0: IVM. You are listening to The Signal Daily. Brought to you by Front
1: Page Studios.
0: Chess, as we know, isn't frequently featured in mainstream sports. But in recent times, a controversy involving cheating with the help of sex toys has captured the interest of many. The chess scandal escalated further when five-time world champion Magnus Carlsen decided to quit after playing just one move in his widely anticipated rematch with 19-year-old Hans Niemann at the Julius Bear Generation Cup. Why did Carlsen abruptly resign? Here's what went down. So, the chess cheating scandal started days before the Julius Bear Generation Cup comments. On September 4th, Niemann and Carlsen squared off in St. Louis, Missouri for round three of the 2022 Singfield Cup. Neiman, who had the lowest rating going into the competition, managed to defeat Carlson, who was on a 53-match winning streak. Reportedly, Carlson withdrew from the competition after that match and tweeted, I've withdrawn from the tournament. Even though Carlson hasn't explicitly stated that he suspects Neiman cheated, his resignation from the tournament raised a lot of questions and theories. One of the speculations making headlines, propelled by Elon Musk, alleged that Neiman was possibly using wireless vibrating anal beads to interpret signals from Stockfish about what move he should make. For those unaware, Stockfish is considered to be the world's best computer chess program and is thought to be better than any human player. Neiman has refuted all acquisitions made against him while acknowledging that he has in the past deceived his opponents, although it was when he was 12 and once when he was 16. Since Vladimir Kramnik was accused of having studied a world championship game in the washroom by Vessel and Topolov in 2005, this is undoubtedly a major case of cheating suspicions to affect the sport. And so far, a resolution doesn't appear to be imminent and if anything, the scandal might aggravate if Neiman and Carlsen end up playing each other again in the Generation Cup's knockout rounds or in future competitions. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. Hello, I'm Farheen Khan and this is the Deep Dive for September 23rd, 2022. Moonlighting is a deal breaker. That's Bipro's message to its employees. The tech business group fired 300 employees recently as they were found to be working for one of its rivals simultaneously. If you're on social media, you already know that there's been a lot of buzz around the legality and morality of Moonlighting. It's when one takes up a second job outside of their primary job, typically at night, after their usual work hours, hence the Moon reference. And the tendency to take up a secondary job is on the rise since the pandemic. The Kodak Institutional Equities Survey found that 65% of the 400 people surveyed from the IT and IT services space were moonlighting while working from home or knew somebody who was moonlighting. This is not a new phenomenon per se, and there is no Indian law explicitly prohibiting it. Supporters of moonlighting feel that the global economic downturn and the inflationary economy has pushed people to work two jobs. But off late. The technology sector has been left harried and divided on what to do about this. And we've been seeing some very strong opinions on the matter from tech bosses. Wipro Mandra Rashad Premji, for instance, termed it as cheating in a tweet earlier in August. NG Subramaniam, CEO of TCS, described it as an ethical issue. Inforcers repeatedly shot off an email to its employees saying, No two-timing, no moonlighting. But then again, Ex-Enforce's director Mohan Pai has a different stance on the issue. In an interview to Business Today, he said that Moonlighting is not akin to cheating because an employee is free to do what they want beyond their contractual hours. Tech Mahindra's CEO, CP Gurnani, is also among those who don't seem to mind Moonlighting, so long as employees are open about it. At the BT India at 100 event, he said that the company might even make it a policy. Food tech company Swiggy went a step ahead and announced an industry-first moonlighting policy last month for their delivery agents, allowing them to take up a second gig or project after work hours under certain conditions. But as the debate rages on about moonlighting or whether quiet quitting is a lazy worker attitude or about setting boundaries, one factor to note here is that the industry itself is going through a metamorphosis. For starters, It's diversifying its workforce, it's experimenting with the hybrid and remote working models. On top of that, there's a whole generational shift underway. As per estimate, millennials are already the largest segment of the global workforce and Gen Z's will account for 27% of the global workforce by 2030. And the new generation is looking for higher salaries, benefits, stability, a work-life balance instead of a hustle culture, remote working options and even freelancing roles. So, should the industry put curbs on its employees or change its outlook with its new workforce? We asked Santosh Desai, CEO of Future Brands, a brand consulting and management firm, to weigh in.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's important for industry to, to uh, you know, completely reorient the way that it looks at these questions because I think, I think the time has come to, for it to realize uh, the fact that you know the entire kind of mythology of work that it has created over, over decades is actually rooted in a, in a very asymmetrical relationship between the employer and the employee. Uh, the idea that that uh, the employer will only do what is uh, that the employer is contractually bound to do, but the employee must go you know above and beyond, and 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 consistently sort of go beyond the hours of work, go beyond uh, you know in terms of uh, the work days, and and be immerse themselves totally in their job, and that is is really the way and the path to success. This is a is a myth that has been propagated over the years by industry. And I think what this generation and this uh, new set of people I mean, is doing is really kind of fighting back in some ways and and asking some simple questions as to why should that be the case? Why is it so one-sided that relationship that demands so much of the employee and actually and absolves the employer of virtually any responsibility beyond what is in the letter of the contract? And so, whether it is in terms of quiet quitting or the question of moonlighting, I think both of them essentially are arguing that there is a certain limited claim that the employer has on the life of the employee. And the limits of that claim need to be very clearly drawn out. And beyond those limits, the employee is free to pursue whatever interest that he or she has. So I think, I think that to me is the crux of the question today. And and uh, I can understand, you know, the employer used as they are to the older ways resisting this because this is obviously something that seems to be sort of going against the norms that they have been used to. But I think it's time to recognize that it is actually, this is rooted in, in a very matter-of-fact and straightforward reality,
0: hmm.
1: uh, which is actually, you know, in the spirit of the contract that the employer and the employee have, So so to my mind, this is something that the employer definitely needs to reorient themselves. Hmm.
0: The Signal is produced in association with IVM. The episode was written, researched and produced by Shorburi and Manaswini, edited by Dinesh Narayan, mastered and mixed by Ajay Rajput. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are TheSignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.